Welcome to the podcast. Today on the podcast, we'll talk about executive function. What's that? <laughs> executive functions are all things that allow us to function in daily life, like getting started on task, finishing task, keeping information in our mind to be able to do tasks, and so much more stuff. And it's something that a lot of our emotionally intense kids struggle with. But you might have never heard of it, or if you're like me, you've heard of it, but you're still completely confused. <laughs> so today's guest will help us get less confused and understand more what executive functions are and how we can support our kids uh, with them. So the guest is Carrie Bonnet. She's a veteran teacher and lifelong list maker. She's an executive function coach based on in Bend, Oregon, where she lives with her husband and two children. Carrie works with students and families all over the world. Her no-shame approach and the strategies she teaches empowers students to thrive in life and in school, help parents and teachers to better support their children, and help adults get on top of all that life requires, because we need those skills all our life long. And in addition to coaching, she also has an adjunct instructor. Um, she is an adjunct instructor for early career teachers at University of Portland in Oregon. So let's welcome Carrie over on the podcast. Welcome to Parenting the Intensity, where we'll talk all about how we can drop the general parenting advice that doesn't work with our emotionally intense kids anyway, and let go of the unrealistic expectations society puts on us as parents. Together, we'll find solutions and ideas that work for you and your kids. Chances are, deep down, you know what they need, but you need a little encouragement to keep going on harder days and permission to do things differently and help you fully trust that you already are a wonderful parent to your exceptional but challenging kids. Do you read all the things, listen to all the things, take all the courses, and you know a whole lot of things about parenting, but you struggle to actually apply them in your real life? Then you're in luck. I just started the Parenting the Intensity community, which is a uh, monthly group support for parents of emotionally intense kids. And the goal is exactly that, to take all the information you learn from the podcast and from all the other sources and adapt them so that it work for your child and your family, your reality, because things can work, but not always the same way for everybody. So the same thing might need to be adapted to work for you. And sometimes it's, it's hard to sort through everything to choose the right things that so that you can really enjoy your life and your kids, not always being afraid of the next outburst. You can join by clicking on the link uh, in the show notes or on the website. Hi, welcome, Carrie. Glad to have Hello. you here today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, so today we'll talk about executive functioning, which is something that I'm pretty sure lots of people just don't know 
is a thing. <laughs> but first, um, will you tell us a bit about you, who you are and why you do what you do? Sure. So I'm Carrie Bonnet. Um, I am an executive function coach. We'll get to that in a little yes. bit. Um, but um, I was a teacher for a long time. So I come to this work um, from the teacher side. So I was a mm -hmm. classroom teacher for middle and high school students um, for 14 years. And I still actually do a little bit of teaching. I, I work um, with early career teachers, so brand new teachers. So I, I get to um, see sort of their journey from the from the beginning, which is really mm -hmm. fun too. Um, but the coaching part, I have this coaching practice where I work with students and adults too, mm -hmm. who are just struggling to get their stuff done. Um, and so the reason I sort of came to it is the it started during COVID. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to really, but, but I started this gig during COVID and what was happening is I was seeing, hearing from parents, friends of mine, kids who were at home doing school for mm -hmm. however long. Um, and people were saying like, gosh, I thought my student was doing okay at school mm -hmm. until they were sitting next to me in my house doing school. Mm -hmm. And I realized like something's up. Yeah. Um, and so I, I started to think like, well, that's interesting. And as a teacher, I always sort of had a heart for the kids that were struggling mm -hmm. um, and not, and they did, didn't know why, like they couldn't explain, like, why didn't they turn in their homework or there were no good answers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or why could they not sit still for very long or they got distracted very easily or why could they start a project, but then didn't finish it. So, so all of those sort of things came together. Um, and then I started to learn more and more about this thing called executive function, mm -hmm. which didn't come up in my teacher training. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm 49 years old, so it's been a while since I had my teacher training, but, um, but Would I don't you say know. now it's addressed in teacher training? I don't even know. I mean, my, my teachers are getting it because I, okay. you know, yeah. it's important to me, but I think they're getting a little, I think okay. it's better. Um, but I'm not even sure that it's, it's a huge part of their no, training. I don't think it's mainstream. Um, Right. Right. So I just realized there was a great need and I was right. There is a great need, mm -hmm. um, for, for figuring out brains. And, and that's the way I approach it too, is like, it's brain stuff. Like let's, let's blame this stuff on your brain, not on the human, right? Like you're uh, yeah, kid I love that. a delightful kid or super smart or, um, has all these other gifts and, and this, there's a lot of shame around it. So, yeah. so I like to, I like to take the kind of coaching approach and the no shame approach. Let's just blame the brand for this stuff. We'll get into all that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but we can dive like, um, and I just want to preface this, but executive function is something that we, we all have basically, yeah. like it's all something that we have to deal with. Um, we had an episode on like senses and sensory issues and it's the same like we all have that in our brain and our body um but then some people will struggle with some aspects of executive functioning more than others and we right. can all struggle with different in a different level right yeah yeah. So what is executive functioning? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, so I don't really love the term. <laughs> I wish okay. we had some, I wish we had something else, but I I the the short de definition that I like to give is that the um executive functions are the brain skills that help us get our stuff done. Mm -hmm. 
So what that means is, I, I think the reason why the executive function term is there is because it helps, these skills help us to execute mm -hmm. a task. So I think mm -hmm. that's where this comes from, but I still don't love it. I wish we had something else. Um, <laughs> but what we're talking about are things like getting started. Mm -hmm. That's task initiation, things like time management, things like um, organization of your mm -hmm. stuff, of your thoughts, of your digital files, of your sports gear, um, planning, prioritizing. How do I know how to get something, uh, something big done on time? And how do I know like what, what's most important? Mm -hmm. Um, finishing, like we talked, I talked about like finishing it. So it's getting started is one mm -hmm. skill and then finishing, which in the brain world is called goal directed persistence. But can, that, that, can we complicated word, but <laughs> I know all these sciencey words, all the, can we, can we do all the things that is necessary in order to finish? Mm -hmm. Um, so this is the sort of thing we're talking about. And the annoying thing about executive functions is that there's a whole lot of skills, but they're all connected. So, you know, you have to get started on a task. Yeah. Even when you're distracted, even when you're tired, even when it's boring mm -hmm. and you have to finish it. So that's like a whole other, and you have to focus. And, um, so the executive functions are these types of skills, mm -hmm. um, just to get our stuff done and it's life stuff. It's not just school stuff. I see a lot of students, but, um, you and I both know, like you said, we all have to use mm -hmm. these skills. Yeah, um, it's everyday basis is to do laundry. We need to do skills, yeah. basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and to get and like stuff said, done for yeah. our kids. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And like you said, it's it, every brain has strengths and, and areas for growth. So mm -hmm. um, like I'll tell you right now, task initiation, <laughs> getting started <laughs> is one of my challenges. My brain does not love to get started on the boring stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where I come in is I teach people strategies to try when they're mm -hmm. struggling strategies to and tools to use so that it makes those things less of an impact on a regular basis yeah makes okay. school and life easier yeah and what would like if we have a child's struggles in general like people who listen to the podcast do have children that have intense emotions so they will mm -hmm. meltdowns or things like that how would executive function impact that yeah well emotional control is absolutely a skill an executive function skill, um, and impulse control. So those are two things that are, yes, connected. And mm -hmm. like I said, they're all sort of connected, right? So like, if it's something that a child doesn't really want to do, mm -hmm. which I'm guessing is, is what you're referring to, the kids don't want to <laughs> do the thing. So maybe there's an outburst or maybe there's um, some kind of impulsive behavior, um, related to getting started or changing gears, mental mm -hmm. flexibility, cognitive flexibility is another yeah, skill. I would say that's um, a big one. Like when the kids need to stop doing something to do something, they prefer less. That's exactly. often where you have yeah, a big reaction. Yes. And so I talk to parents a lot about sort of managing transitions when possible mm -hmm. or setting up scaffolding so that, um, so that this child knows what to expect. Um, because it is, like you said, often a they have to go from like a preferred task mm -hmm. to something non-preferred. And that's often, there's a lot of emotion. It's disappointing. They're angry mm -hmm. about it. They didn't know. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Um, so even though so, we probably did 10 times. Probably. But... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But also like I encourage parents to just get real curious too about and, and observe, maybe even like make notes of situations when 
maybe not in the moment, <laughs> in no. the moment, just do the best you can, but to, to be curious, like what are the, the biggest triggers? Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. What are the um, moments when there's something and, going on? And then also, you know, this full well, um, is, is like proactive things mm -hmm. can be more helpful. Like, like, does that kid need a snack? Mm -hmm. How was their sleep? Did they have really bad sleep last night? Exercise. These sorts of things are critical for brains and bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't really help in the moment, nope. but if, if, if we're able to get curious, mm -hmm. um, then we can sort of maybe try to, to cut it off the next time, you know? Yeah. And would you say like, for example, a child that struggle with lots of those executive function in school, when they get home, they might, or they just might add school too. Like they might melt down because it's just too much to ask to them too. And they get overwhelmed with the tasks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about, so a student has to do, sit at their desk and do some kind of independent work, mm -hmm. right? Like, and, and we sometimes think like, well, just sit there and do the work. <laughs> But, so but that easy. Whole, no, there is a lot more to it, right? Like they have to, first they have to understand the instructions mm -hmm. and they have to have focused on that to understand the instructions. Then they have to be able to literally sit and not move their body. Um, they also have to be able to get started on the thing independently. Mm -hmm. And then they have to sort of keep going till completion. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, but then they have to remember to turn it in. Yeah. Which so is a big thing. Right. So there, so, you know, we, I love talking to teachers about this stuff too, because mm -hmm. I think it's another way to help kids is that sit down and do your work is way harder for some brains. Yeah. Some kids can do it, mm -hmm. um, but that's because they have these skills. Mm -hmm. um, and that what the research says about executive function and kids is that these skills must be taught. They kids just don't, you know, learn them. <laughs> from the air. Okay. They, they do, they have to be explicitly taught. Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason why I love talking to teachers because they're with teachers a lot during the day. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's and where they do the they most of the, the school work also. So right, it, it right. makes sense. And it's a right. lot of those, like we don't have as much in our everyday life with our kids, I would say of right. those things we do, we do. We sure, still sure, do. Sure. Yeah. Like putting on shoes is still a task that might be like, yep a real life example from my life right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it can be hard like so let's let's take that as an example just so we can like make it very sure. concrete yeah so if you have a child that needs to get dressed to go out of the house um and it takes forever like what might be the reason there's of course many reasons possible sure. reasons but for sure let's say it's not to go to school let's say it's to go to somewhere they want to go somewhere fun okay <laughs> number one okay, yeah uh-huh but it's still hard to get out of the house absolutely what can be at play for example yeah I mean it part of it is focus right so the the there's lots of fun things in your house to look at or to to think about and a lot of the kids I work with they're it's they don't mean to get distracted like it's mm -hmm. not willful none of this stuff is willful that comes no. back to like the blaming the brain is mm -hmm. that they're not trying to annoy you most of the no. time <laughs> um but so some of it is focus right so you one idea would be to just make sure that when you where you're asking them to put their shoes on it is in a place that is has fewer distractions mm -hmm. in fact that's that's good for any any parent 
on anything that their kids are trying to do is to set the situation. That's kind of what I mean by scaffolding, like get setting mm-hmm. it up for your kid, like set them up for success. So maybe it's not in the playroom <laughs> or not <laughs> yeah. with the pets around or whatever it is and, and making it up. Um, another thing too, to think about in terms of the shoes is, is some choice choice is great for kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And they sometimes feel like we tell them to do things all the time. So, yeah. um, if for really little kids, it could be right foot or left foot first. Um, or do you want to put your shoes on here or in the car? Either one is fine. You don't, I don't care. They just need mm-hmm. their shoes to get in the car. Um, so things like this, like giving them some agency is always mm-hmm. a good idea. If you can, sometimes you can't, sometimes yeah. you can't. Um, but then also time management, right? Mm -hmm. Because, okay, we have to get out the door. It's super fun. We're going to music class, but it starts at 11 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we need to be there. Um, so I love a timer. I love timers Mm -hmm. and not just any timer. I really like, um, kids to be able to see the time. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I will say is a, um, I don't know, big tip from me is to make stuff visible to kids. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of things in their lives that are invisible, right? Like time is one of them. So yeah. I love, I love an analog clock for that. Like being able yeah. to watch the passing of time. Yeah. Because when you have just numbers, you don't see passing of time. No, for sure. no. Cause kids, kids I work with often don't feel time. Like they don't know mm-hmm. how long five minutes to is. How long yeah, I do have, I do have two of those in my house. It's, yeah. it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, so figuring out ways to make time more visible, mm-hmm. Um, maybe even like, sometimes it's, they have to get the coat and the shoes and their backpack and whatever the things are they need to get out the door to school, for example. And, and Mm -hmm. so sometimes I recommend having either, either a list, some brains are okay with a list of things. Oh, that's right. I need my coat, my, Mm -hmm. or a photograph, like literally of their body ready. Ready. Yeah. So what do you okay. have? You have shoes, you have backpack. You... And so that just one photo, because I've seen like a lot of the steps, for example. Sure. Would... That's great too. Okay. But for some yeah. kids, just a photo of them dressed, it's yep. enough. Cause they can refer, they can look at their, but you can say like, do you look like the photo? Yeah. And, and, and give some of their brain and give their brain a chance to, to think about it a little bit, mm-hmm. right. Rather mm-hmm. because the goal of parenting, you and I, you and I both know this is like to foster independence someday. (laughs) And so the more that we can give them a chance to use their brain to, to figure Mm -hmm. it out the better. So yeah, but I like your idea about many photos. Another thing I like to do with kids sometimes um, when we're talking about routines is like drawing a comic almost Mm -hmm. like what are the steps it takes to get out the door or in Mm -hmm. the morning, what do you, what do we have to do? You know, like Mm -hmm. wake up, a breakfast, brush teeth, whatever the things are, but have Mm -hmm. the kid draw it out that could also be another thing to then, you know, put in front of them. So they see it. Um, And it's not you reminding them to put their coats, put the shoes, put the backpack, take the lunchbox list, check the photo, check the comic or however you want to say it. Like what, what step are you on today Mm -hmm. right now um, in your morning routine? So, Mm -hmm. um, so it helps because when we always mm -hmm. give them the answer, basically they don't learn. Totally. Okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. So I am a coach and I know a lot about this stuff, but I'm also a mom. And so I also do the, like, put your shoes on. Yes. <laughs> we all do that. So, you know, of course we do. Of course we do. We're human. And I know yeah. that, that it's, it's better whenever possible to let them 
sort mm-hmm. of think about it a little bit. So it's okay. Yeah. And then a part of that is managing your own time as parents, yes. right? Like if we are, <laughs> sorry, <Yes>. everyone, <laughs> if we are stressed and racing and running late or whatever, then we're going <gasps> to hurry yeah. them along. But if mm-hmm. we're kind of managed again, scaffolding, setting it up for mm-hmm. your kids, successful. Um, yeah. And plan 15 minutes to put on shoes instead of three. <laughs> Yes, because it sometimes takes that long. Yeah, yeah. I do. I talk to students about that too. Like sometimes, like how long do you think this assignment is going to take you? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and I actually ask students to, um, and adults too, to time themselves. Like actually, let's collect some data, Mm -hmm. not just get, don't just guess. And so, you know, sometimes the math assignment takes fifteen minutes, but sometimes it takes forty-five. Like, okay, so when we plan. Mm-hmm. Like you said, let's plan for 15 minutes for shoes. <laughs> well, let's plan for a half an hour for sure. Yeah. For the math assignment every day or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like collecting some data about that is good too. Mm-hmm. And that, especially, I would say for people that have trouble with time, probably. Yes. yes. And I think it goes both ways because it just made me think like my one of my child, when it was time to do some homework, it was always the big big thing because like it's gonna take too much time it's yeah. too much and then once they really do it it takes three minutes yes but I it, I didn't know at the time but I think it was yeah. that for 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 them three minutes or three hours makes no difference doesn't matter yeah because they don't feel the time so it yeah. looks like a huge and I knew it would totally. take three minutes totally. but, but you can't convince them no exactly because they just yeah. they, they are they feel like it's taking forever because mm-hmm. it's so boring for them Totally. or difficult for them though uh-huh. well you bring up a good point and that is that like emotions come into it too yeah yeah you know like I was mentioning task initiation getting started so there's lots of reasons why it's hard yes. to get started but some of it is that I don't know how long it's going to take some of it is I don't understand really how to do it in the first place mm-hmm. but also it just feels yucky like ugh. I just, you know, so the emotional bit is all mm-hmm. intertwined yes. too. It's, it's um, not one thing. It's often a mix yeah. of a lot of things. And when right. you're struggling with task initiation, then, or, or completion, or just yeah. the steps to do something, then the, the, the feeling comes easily into it because yes. you feel like you're not doing anything correctly or you're, you struggle and you, you see the problem coming because with experience, you know, you've had problem in the past and then things yeah. get more complicated. Yes. That, oh yeah. That's a really interesting point too, is that some kids that I work with, particularly brains with ADHD and other learning differences sometimes can't, um, they can't connect to past experience. They can't remember or they mm-hmm. to, to how mm-hmm. it was last time. So even if it took three minutes last time, mm-hmm. it still feels brand new and they freak out. Their brain freaks out a little bit. And so mm-hmm. that's another thing that is, that's challenging about parenting yeah. kids yeah. like this or teaching kids like this is that they don't often make those connections. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then when you tell them it doesn't work and I, I was, yes. I not knowing any of that, just I don't know how, how I came up with that idea, but I had asked my my son to record himself oh. telling himself that like some right. stuff. And it was super helpful because then I had just to like point him to that recording and he didn't even need to look at it. But yeah. he remembered then that he told himself yeah. that stuff. Just, I, I know it's there. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then it was not me That's telling great. him. It was him telling himself. Yes. And that's that worked great. much better. And I was like, oh, that, and then I, I, I was not like, I didn't use that a lot, but for really sure, specific things strategy. that were repeating themselves yes. all the time, it was like, okay, I'm done. 
<laughs> yes. No, that's a great strategy. I love that. And that's also why sort of taking, collecting data, timing yeah. things. Yeah. And it's a way to collect data. In, in yeah. writing, you can be like, Hey, how long did that take you? So, so you don't have to be the one to say it only takes you four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's look at and our chart. How long they, that they put it down there. It's their yeah. answer. It's not yours. So it's, exactly. it's different. The message yeah. is not coming from the, from someone else. It's coming no, from them. I know, I know. <laughs> and you know, I mean, they, they are more likely to listen to anyone else besides their parents. So <laughs> always. Um, and but I love um, that strategy. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, there's some things like that that in your parent, like we all have those in their parenting mm -hmm. life that we're we're kind of like find yeah, a solution with like well, totally. it works. <laughs> Creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Desperation, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like you 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 like we addressed a few things, but if parents have kids that are struggling what are the signs that might point them to executive function that what yeah. could, should they look at and say, Oh, maybe I need to address or like dive into executive yeah. function more. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it, I, I hear a lot about messy backpacks and desks and rooms. Um, I hear from parents a lot about like missing assignments, homework, and mm -hmm. sometimes they've done it and they have not, they just didn't turn it in. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is, is that kind of like homework related stuff. A lot of it is just homework battles at home, like mm -hmm. constantly trying to get the kid to do, to do their homework. Um, and by the way, I never think it's worth the homework battle. I mean, a little mm -hmm. bit of prompting is good, but it's not worth blowing up the relationship over homework. Cause that's no. the most important thing to your child is your relationship no. with them. Yeah. Um, but other, you know, all of it, like having trouble getting started, we keep coming back to that one, but you can see that again, if, like I said, get curious and observe, you mm -hmm. can see like they're staring at the assignment for an hour, not, not doing anything right. Yeah. Um, working memory is one that we haven't talked about yet, but that's another mm -hmm. skill is remembering the thing, but also like remembering to do things that you need to do or take mm -hmm. things to school, put them in your backpack or whatever. But it's also like remembering the steps while you're doing it. So mm -hmm. like doing an assignment, like remembering what comes next and what comes next. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's really, really challenging. Or you just brain. read something and you need to use that information for the next yeah. step. And then you forgot yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, these are the sorts of things, all the stuff we've been talking about, to be honest, mm -hmm, is like mm -hmm. a little bit of a red flag and kids struggle with this stuff for lots of reasons. We, I've just mentioned learning differences for sure. Um, it's also developmental because mm -hmm. the, all these skills live in our prefrontal cortex, which is in the front of our, behind our forehead here. Mm -hmm. And that is the last part of our brains to develop. Mm -hmm. uh, the current research says that 20, age 26 and up. Mm -hmm. is when our brains are fully developed. And so some of it is just developmental, like, but that doesn't mean that the strategies are unnecessary, right? Like just because yeah. their brains are growing, we can still teach these skills and strategies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Because like you said, it's not necessarily going to teach itself. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I mean, some kids learn from, from parents or teachers who um, are strong in this area. That's me. So when I was teaching, this is an area of strength for me. Mm -hmm. I was doing things in the classroom to help kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what they were called, but they were called yeah. executive function strategies. Um, and so some, they do learn some of that from you, but mm -hmm. I also work with a lot of parents who it say that this is not an area of strength for them mm -hmm. and it's not an area of strength for their kids. So that's really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Um, so everybody 
needs to be taught these skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And some people like, if it's just there, like some kids will just pick up by example, but for some kids, we need the extra steps. Yes, exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Great. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you would like to address before we finish? Let's see. I think I just want to come back to the relationship with your kiddos. Yeah. Um, that is thing number one. So, mm-hmm. you know, and if a kid, I even tell parents when they call me saying, my student is struggling, you know, we'd like to look into working with you. Um, my first question really is, are they interested? Because if there's resistance, mm-hmm. it's just not the right time. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, the relationship part with your kid is the most important thing. So sure. Of course, you're going to try to help them. Of course, you're going to make suggestions that they don't want. Of course, you're going to, yes. you know, do all this, but, but trying to step back sometimes is okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I think that's, yeah, we, we won't dive deep into that because it could be an entire episode. Yeah. And, yes. But yeah, definitely that, that connection is the first step. And before addressing struggle, rebuilding the connection might be the first step and then we can address struggle because we've most likely put some dent in the connection when we're struggling with our kids and it's no fault of anybody like it's just a fact of life absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. that's true like and it's I I always love when like we I think we we talk a bit about that every episode but I I love it because I think it's very very important (laughs) for sure for sure yeah that's the most important thing yeah is there any resource that was helpful for you or is helpful for you that you would like to share sure um so a couple of things come to mind one is there is a series of books called smart but scattered and um i I love these dr peg dawson and richard guare they have these series of books i think it started out with like one book called smart but scattered kids or something like that Mm -hmm. and then now there's smart but scattered for teens smart but scattered for adults um (laughs) but these are great they they um they do really great work in the world of executive function skills. So um, that's smart, but scattered. There's a website too. Um, And then I love a podcast. Oh, sorry. I love another podcast called um, the executive function podcast. So it's my friend, Sarah Kesty. She's a coach like me and Mm -hmm. she, um, she has great guests and she is just a really great resource. So um, Sarah Kesty, the executive function podcast. Yay. Yes. We'll, we'll put that down in the show notes so that people yeah. can find it. And if right. parents like their bell activated and they were like, Oh, that might be <laughs> executive function might be something going on when a child, I need more help with that. Where can they find you and work with you? Thank you. Um, so I'm my, my website is just my name. So carriebonnet.com and, um, there's all kinds of resources on my website. I work one-on-one with families and students. I have a parent coaching group. Um, I work with adults too, who are struggling to get their stuff done. And, um, and then I also have a free resource at my website that you can grab and a weekly email as well. Great. We'll put that in the show notes so that people can find it all. Great. So thank you very much for being here. It was very uh, useful. I'm sure for a lot of people, because it's something that when you start diving into the world of neurodiversity, neurodivergence, you hear a lot about executive function, but before then I had never heard of that word. So I'm pretty sure the reality for lots of listeners. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. 
I'm so glad you joined me today and took that time out of your intense life to focus on finding a new way to parent that works for you and your kids. To get the episodes as soon as they drop, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rating and review so other parents can find it too. Also, check out all the free resources on my website at familymoments.ca so you can take action on what's the most important for you right now. And take a deep breath, keep going. We're all in this together. <music>